Hi, beautiful people. My name is Brenda Davies. I'm the creator and host of God is Gray, also the author of On Her Knees, Memoir of a Prayerful Jezebel. And today we are debuting episode one of season two, God is Gray, The Reconstruction. I'm sure a lot of you, whether you're in the Christian space, a former Christian, or straddling someplace in between, have heard about this contentious tug of war between conservative Christians and what are now deemed deconstructionists or exvangelicals. When I began God is Gray four and a half years ago, I had no idea that there would be so many people who shared the same doubts and curiosities that I did while I was in evangelicalism and trying desperately to claw my way out of that culture. When I uploaded my first couple of videos, quaking in my boots, really nervous to say things like, hey, I'm a Christian, but I actually believe men and women are equal, or I'm a Christian and Jesus never once ever said it wasn't okay to be gay. I had an intuitive ping that I would be far from alone. In the simplest terms, deconstruction to me is not about a movement or about creating a new church for the love of God. It also doesn't make me want to relabel myself as a progressive Christian or as an ex-evangelical. I really just consider myself a Christian, not a part of a movement, just exploring life as me. So I don't consider deconstruction as a movement or an institution as much as it's an unraveling of false beliefs. You'll notice that one needn't deconstruct love or faith or compassion because those principles are built in truth and truth stands on its own. However, you can deconstruct systems. Our world is built with political systems, policing systems, medical systems, and throughout 2020 and beyond, many of us are finally noticing that our primary systems have structural deficiencies, to put it lightly. Evangelical, nationalist, capitalistic Christianity is one of those faulty systems, and that's what we've discussed here on God is Gray. And forgive me, I forget who I heard this from, but someone once compared deconstruction to me as the unraveling of a sweater. If Jesus was wearing an evangelical sweater woven in toxic theology, his essence would still be beneath it. And when you pull the threads of nationalism, misogyny, white supremacy, slut shame, homophobia, transphobia, xenophobia, you'd begin to see the truth that again stands on its own you'd get to the essence and truth of who Jesus really is. That said, though, trust me, I totally understand why deconstruction is so terrifying. And here's why. When you're indoctrinated into a groupthink that is built on fear, like the fear of hellfire or, more tangibly, the threat of rejection or expulsion if you disagree with your pastor or church— even though the Bible says over 90 times not to fear or some variation of that and that fear is our enemy, or if you're in a place where authority figures like pastors and church leaders are supposedly mouthpieces of God himself and therefore not accountable to the concerns of the lesser sheep and their flock, even when those concerns are valid as fuck— excuse my language, it's been a long four and a half years, it becomes easy to recognize why so many people have disavowed Christianity or are reevaluating what it means to actually follow Christ. I mean, 
behold and look no further than the Christian reputation. Tell me if you hear Jesus in the following clips. You cannot be a Christian and vote Democrat in this nation. I don't care how mad that makes you. You get pissed off as you want to. You cannot be a Christian and vote Democrat in this nation. They are God-denying demons that butcher babies and hate this nation. Bunch of devils. If you do not write that P.O. box and you do not call that toll-free number and you do not become a ministry of sustainer, you will never see sustainment in your life and your dream will die. What's happening? There are people that walk into restrooms and someone of the opposite sex is in that restroom. Doing what? Uh, evidently using the restroom. <laughs> and, and then what? I don't know, but that's a problem for some people. Conservative religious people are terribly hung up on bathrooms. When you look at the hateful, bigoted rhetoric of many megachurches, the influx of articles attempting to explain deconstruction needn't be written by theologians or experts. But deconstruction poses such a threat to evangelicalism that sermons, articles, and even cartoons are made to demonize us. I used to be Christian. I'm sorry to hear you aren't Christian anymore. What happened? Well, first I hashtag deconstructed, which led me to hashtag exvangelical. The church is just so toxic. To quote John Oliver here. Cool. cool. Beautiful people, today's episode is sponsored by Feels. What is Feels, you ask? Feels is a premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Their premium CBD will keep your head clear and help you feel your best while naturally reducing stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. Now, I've been loving Feels because I get anxious. When I have so much to do and my head is spinning, it's tempting to just get so stressed that I check out and procrastinate. You feel me? However, if I place just a few drops of Feels under my tongue, I'll feel the difference within minutes and there's no hangover and no addiction. If you're new to CBD or even a bit skeptical, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide you through the discovery process. Also, Feels hassle-free membership program is guaranteed to help you feel your best month after month or your money back. Feels makes it that simple. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash in the gray, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's feels, F-E-A-L-S dot com slash in the gray to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash in the gray. Speaking of cool, please watch this fabulous TikToker, April Joy, really break down how sexy deconstruction can be. Deconstruction has become some sort of sexy thing to do. Is deconstruction sexy? Deconstruction. Existential crisis. Was everything I believed a lie? The Bible's been weaponized. The rapture is not even in the Bible. Noah's Ark. How though? King James was gay. My Christian families disowned me. My aunt just called me the Antichrist. Antichrist. All I did was ask us questions. Mm. Deconstruction. But no 
what? It was all worth it because deconstruction is so sexy. The brilliant thing April points out here is how simple deconstruction actually is. It's not about our desire to sin or for street cred, as the Gospel Coalition alleges. But again... Cool. (laughs) From my experience of deconstruction and by observing others, I see that deconstruction really just springs from cognitive dissonance that is desperate to be addressed, paired with real deep intuitive spiritual conviction. In 1957, psychologist Leon Festinger published a theory of cognitive dissonance to explain why, in social psychology, mental conflict occurs when a person's behavior and beliefs do not align. In layman's terms, this is known as practicing what you preach. Dissonance in general can be recognized in others, like in the innumerable pastors and leaders who have, quote, fallen. Or that dissonance can be recognized within yourself and within your own behaviors. Like maybe you're starting to question whether or not forced birth is humane. Maybe you or someone you love had an abortion, but you're still outside the clinic picketing. We all know how cognitive dissonance feels. When I was marrying the wrong person, out of Christian guilt, for example, every time I drove to his house, I felt like I was driving in the wrong direction. The action of doing something I didn't believe in made me feel nauseous. But evangelicalism gaslights us into ignoring that dissonance altogether. We are given out-of-context Bible verses like, Your heart is deceitful and your flesh is evil. So that when you receive an intuitive, God-given truth, like it's okay to be queer, you're already poised to doubt yourself and to worry that that's actually the voice of Satan or the enemy. But evangelicalism has fallen so far off the rails at this point, between its love for Trump, its pledge to nationalism, and its willingness to ignore the catastrophe of climate change, many of us can no longer ignore or gaslight the dissonance that we are feeling between what we were taught Jesus was really about versus how current-day Christians are behaving. So next week, I'm going to talk about fear and reconstruction. But in the meantime, I wanted to encourage each and every one of you that although I deconstructed and reconstructed back into Christianity, I really don't care where you land as long as you are pursuing a path of genuine authenticity and love and exploration that is leading you to honor yourself, other people, the environments around you, etc. A lot of us resist change. It's difficult for us to really face this head on. But I can also tell you that at the end of the road of deconstruction and these pivotal moments of reconstruction, construction can possibly be, they were for me, the most beautiful experiences I've had in my entire dang life. Wouldn't trade it for the world. So that's all. I just wanted to give you the heads up that you are welcome to be here no matter where you land on this journey. And as cheesy as that word is, 
It's really accurate. You're going to go on this journey of discovery and unpacking and unwinding and unfurling and unraveling all of the toxicity just to build back up again to the essence of who you really are, like the analogy of Jesus beneath the sweater. And we can do that in all different areas of life, from our religion to our sexuality to the systems that surround us to mental health to body positivity, all of it. We'll get into all of it for season two and I really hope you'll stick around and be with me so that's it I love you all so much please like subscribe share with your friends donate to my patreon or venmo if you can god bless <laughs>